Tales from the Fringes of Reality, Episode 7, Welcome to Hollow. Give me the next one, please, Minerva. Min, the next one, please. Minerva, I really need to get back to work, and I know we still have a few people out of place, so if you could just... I know, I know. Work-life balance and whatnot, I just... Maybe this one will clue me in on what I need to do to get the Wanderer home. Or maybe it will be them, and I could get them home. Either way, I just... I need to keep working, Minerva. People are missing from their realities. Who am I to rest while that's still the case? I'll stop for a break after this one, Min, I promise. Just... I've got to keep going, okay? Thank you, Minerva. I appreciate it. Let's take a look and give you another story, shall we? Whose file do we have right now? Benjamin Weathers, Zizir, from Reality 370. Okay, Mix Weathers, let's figure out where you fell to, shall we? Ben's magic felt a bit different in their chest when Z woke up. The magic was still there, of course it was, but instead of coursing like fire through Zir veins, the magic billowed like the wind instead. There was no burning heat ready to be called upon, or smoldering rage to be displayed at Ben's fingertips. Instead, Z found a calm, gentle magic that wrapped around Zir like a hug and pulled Zir close in a loving embrace. This was the first sign that something was wrong. For all of Zir's life, Ben had felt the heat of fire in Zir's soul, and used that heat to power Zir'self used it to cast magic and manifest brilliant and beautiful displays across the sky. Z had made a life as a pyrotechnic, casting bright and vibrant displays of magic that shined even across the brightest skies. Without the familiar feeling of Zir fire thrumming through Zirself, Z didn't know how Z was going to do Zir job. Looking around, Ben realized that Z had bigger problems, though. This was not Zir home. Zir home was painted a comb green, used to help quell the fire that surged through Zir at every moment of Zir life. The room Zir awoke in was a dark, burnt orange that reminded Zir of Zir's usual magic and the way it burst against Zir's skin, but Zir didn't feel that magic right now. What Zir felt was... I wonder, Wanderer, do you have magic where you're from? I suppose you would still have magic here if you did. I mean, this place is closest to the source of all magic. If I knew that, I could at least narrow the field some. It'll be different to try and cast here, I'm sure, but... Do you want to try? You'll have to feel for the plane of magic first, which might take you some time to recenter yourself, but maybe... Would you be open to trying that? 
trying to call the magic to yourself and casting for me? If you are a caster, of course, I don't want to assume. You're smiling. You were a caster. All right, Wanderer. Try calling the magic to you while I work on this job, and maybe that'll give us some clues as to where you were from. Now, where was I? Oh, here we go. What Z felt was a different kind of burning, like magic trying to make itself stronger by playing off of the color. Whereas your green cooled the fire, this orange ignited the wind that was dancing into your veins. Ben reached up, curious, and cast, sending the magic from within your very being out into the air and creating a wave of colored wind that wrapped around you. It wasn't the pyrotechnics he was used to, but it was still beautiful and vibrant and something Z could work with. Ben got out of bed, finding clothes that were much more flowy than the sturdy jeans he was used to wearing. This may as well be happening, Z muttered as he pulled on a loose-fitting pair of pants and a tunic-like shirt. I'll have to remember to return these clothes to whoever actually lives here. The thing about magic, Wanderer, is it does make it a little bit easier to believe in worlds other than your own. Or maybe I'm just projecting because I could see all of the worlds in front of me. I'm not sure, but the amount of magic users I've had who simply accept that they must be somewhere else is... It's almost comforting, really, to know that they're not terrified out of their minds to wake up somewhere else. I guess it helps when you could still feel magic in your body even if it's not necessarily the magic you're used to feeling. When magic users fall into other magical realities, they tend to be pretty calm about it. There's comfort in magic, a comfort that I think you know, given the fact that you're trying to cast right now. But I digress. As Ben exited the bedroom, he found that the house was empty save for a surprisingly large array of house plants. Whoever lives here must be some kind of gardener. Why, yes, I am indeed, a voice called from behind Zier. And you're not from here, are you? The person standing behind Zier was short, much shorter than Z was. They wore the same kind of flowy clothes that Z was wearing, though it almost seemed to engulf the person whole. Ben couldn't help but notice how calm they seemed about finding Zier in their house, as if they were used to this kind of thing happening, and had grown to expect it. What's your name, stranger? And what kind of magic do you use? I'm, um... I'm Benjamin? Z, Zir. Fire magic, usually, but it feels... different here? The person whose home Z had woken up and nodded enthusiastically, reaching for a notebook behind one of their houseplants and jotting down scribbles in a language Ben wasn't quite familiar with. It's nice to meet you, Benjamin. I'm Willifred, but you call me Willa. He, him, works lovely for me today, but I'm prone to changing that, so I'll let you know if that comes to pass. You said your magic is usually fire, is that right? What does it feel like here? Hollow has a way of messing with people's magic. Ben blinked once, and then again, and then again, staring at Willa as he stared back at Zir, an eager smile on his face. As this... Has this happened before? Not to me, but it has happened to a couple of folks around Hollow, and while they usually forget, I've been taking notes. Folks here are usually happier not to know about the notes, but it's interesting to me. 
we keep getting people from other places with magic in their bones that doesn't quite line up with Hollow. Our magic is often the gentler sort, as opposed to the harsher, more powerful magic of clearing. Clearing is on the other side of the border, by the way, so if you want to get your magic back to that fire you're used to, you'll probably have to head there. That's if you're sticking around, of course. Most of the folks who show up in Hollow seem to disappear after only a day or two. Ben took a moment to try and wrap her head around everything Willa just said. If everyone else forgets, why don't you? No idea, Willa replied brightly, pulling out his notebook and showing Ben all of the notes scribbled down inside. Ben couldn't read them, but judging by the amount of pages filled in, Zeke guessed this had to have happened at least five times now. I think something in Hollow wants me to remember these people have been here. That people have fallen into Hollow, maybe even fallen in love with Hollow, and have been pulled away before they could truly settle. I don't know how or why this happens, but I'm grateful to remember. It means I could try and figure out where these folks are coming from, and maybe someday I'll be able to figure out how to get them home. At least that way I'd be able to say goodbye to them. It struck Ben in that moment that Willa had probably become fast friends with whomever had ended up in situations like he had, waking up in an unfamiliar bed in Hollow with a different magic bubbling beneath their skin. Zia already liked Willa quite a lot, and the thought of having to leave without saying goodbye to him was already causing the slight stirring of pain in their chest. Ben could feel their face falling, the thought of being in a place like Hollow with a friend like Willa being taken away from Zir just as quickly as the opportunity had entered. But enough about that, Benjamin. I don't want you to be worried about goodbyes and whatnot, okay? Not when you've just fallen into my house in my Hollow. Just... If you wouldn't mind spending the time with me, I'd love to make some actual progress with this project. Maybe learn a bit about how your magic is now, and maybe teach you a bit about how to use it. The thought of simply abandoning Willa to his work and trying to make his own way around Hollow had never occurred to Ben. So as he nodded, quietly confiding in Willa that he couldn't read his notes. It doesn't look like any language I've ever seen. Well, it's the language that both of us are speaking, isn't it? Willa asked, tilting his head to the side in a way that reminded Ben of Zero Wyvern Hyacinth. That's something I'll have to note down for sure. Never did end up showing those other folks my notes, but judging by this, I bet they probably couldn't read them either. Fascinating. I wonder why we could talk, though, written language is a no. I... I actually don't know the answer to that one, Wanderer. It's honestly never crossed my mind why this would be possible. I knew we had a language filter here on the fringes, and I guess we must have one out in reality too? I'll add this to the list of things to ask Alistair and Guillermo when I get the chance, I suppose. Usually I just message them, but they haven't been replying and it's becoming almost impossible to even bother reaching out. Not that that's important now, though. Min, can you start running a check for Hollow while I finish up our story? Thanks, dear. The first thing Willa asks here to do is cast. Any spell, any feeling, anything in you that'll create magic. You said it's usually fire. I want to see what it becomes now that you are in Hollow. Ben reached down into Zir's soul, the same way Zia had that morning, grasping at the new magic that had taken place of Zir fire. Fire, for Ben, had always felt like an embrace, like their mother holding their clothes and whispering reassurances into Ben's hair. 
like Hyacinth, curled up in Zir lap, gently digging her claws into Zir jeans. This magic, the wind that flowed from Zir this morning, felt like falling. It felt like being thrown over the ledge, knowing someone would be there to catch you. Like running to the edge of a waterfall to jump in after Zir friends. It felt distinctively familiar in every way it felt unfamiliar. The wind that left Ben's fingertips looked different this time. It was still colorful, still bursting with life from Zir outstretched hands. But this time it was also gentler, like a summer breeze rather than a winter storm. It seemed that the color of the room had given Zir magic strength, just like the color of Zir room at home helped give it stability. It's beautiful, Willa breathed out as the wind danced around his head, leaving the slightest streaks of color in his hair. Do you do this with fire as well, back where you're from? I do. Ben called the magic back down to Zir, feeling it laugh like wave at Zir's soul. Zir's bones felt lighter, freer than they had when fire had coursed through them. I... I make fireworks. Never really liked the destructive nature of fire, so I always tried to show people that it could be beautiful. Willa nodded sagely, gingerly taking one of Ben's hands into his and tracing the lines of Zir Palm. People often think that powers in Hollow can't be destructive because they're a bit weaker and a bit more on the lighter end of nature. But they can hurt just the same as the magic in Clearing. I was a bit worried your power was going to burst from you and hurt the plants, but you're a creator, aren't you, Benjamin? You heal, not through traditional means, but through your care and your devotion to your art. I think that's why Hollow called to you. It always tries to seek out healers living in places where they don't know they can heal. Very few people Ben had known in Zir life had ever seen the beauty that could come with fire. And yet the stranger that Zir had met this morning had laid out Zir's entire life and view of magic as if he had known Zir all along. Zir felt drawn to Willa, drawn to Hollow, drawn to making this place your home, and... And Zir couldn't. Willa had said that people who fell into Hollow only ever stayed a couple of days before disappearing again. From the way he said it, it seemed like he believed that they went back home. And while Ben had liked your life just fine, seeing what Zee could do in Hollow made Zee want to stay. Made Zee ache to live in this place, to have a friend like Willa, to... to belong to a place that felt like Zee belonged in. Am I going to forget you? Ben asked, feeling the weight of the world collapsing in on your shoulders. Am I going to forget this place and, and all that you've taught me in these few short moments? Willa didn't quite look at Zir when he answered. It's hard to say. I know the folks around Hollow always forget, but I've never been able to ask the folks on the other end of it. By all rights, I should forget this too, but I don't want to. It feels like we're meant to know each other, to be friends, don't you think? I've been studying the people who appear and disappear from Hollow for a little while now, and... And the fact that you appeared in my house has to mean something. There's no way it doesn't. I don't want to forget you, or for you to forget me, but... I suppose we don't get to decide. We really don't. Minerva? 
What's the status on your search for Hollow? Just a handful for once, huh? How many of those have repeat hits on our files? Search that one for Aurora Fred, please. Yeah, that's the one. 44Y. You see Benjamin Weather's file in there, right? Leave it for a sec, man. I... I need to think something through. Would you believe that I've never had a case like this before? Usually people are scared or uncomfortable, or have something tying them back home that they can't live without. But this... Fate isn't... Well... It's complicated, but fate isn't really a thing, Wanderer. Not in the way most people would understand it. Alexandria didn't write the stories of every person who has ever and will ever live in some big book somewhere. People in reality aren't following some pre-written destiny that they believe that they are fated to follow. People make their own choices, find their own way, build their own lives. Alexandria always wanted it to be like that. Always wanted people to have the chance to create and build life in the way that she had. This means that whatever feeling Ben and Willa are having, it just doesn't exist. They weren't meant to meet each other, at least, I don't think they were. There are... Marigold has a whole thing, we could talk about it later, but they don't have that connection. And even then, that connection only blooms between people who have met. It doesn't occur between people who are existing in different realities. They aren't tied in any way, and yet it feels like they are, and... And isn't that enough? Minerva, can you pull the file for Reality 370, please? And do a search for Hyacinth the Wyvern? You got her? Great. I'm going to move her to 44Y. Ben... He wants to stay. And Willow wants you there. Gods, Alexandria and Guillermo will probably kill me, but... I'm not taking Zir from the place that Z wants to be. I'll monitor the situation, I promise. But for now... For now, Z should stay. It's what Z wants. Let's get Hyacinth moved so Z has their friend. So your parents are gone, right? No remaining family? Good. Not much we have to do in terms of memory alteration. I've... Never done anything like this before. It's always been my job to put people back, and usually that's what they want, but. But Z didn't. Z wanted to stay, felt more at home there than Z had in the entire life Z lived in Z's own reality. I don't want to destroy Z's comfort. Not once Z finally found it. Plus, who knows? Maybe this'll get me some messages back from the council for once. If they call me to reprimand me, that means I'll be able to tell them about you and get you home. Min, keep the call lines open, okay? And wake me if anything comes through. I'm gonna go take a nap. Thank you for listening to Tales from the Fringes of Reality. This episode was written and narrated by Pine Gonzalez, featuring music by GTXC Music. Please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice, 
or feel free to connect with us on Tumblr and Twitter at The Fringes Pod. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you back here on The Fringes again soon.